Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow, Des Moines Professional Alternative. You can find Tony and his team at Tax Doctor Inc., serving Central Iowa from his office in Des Moines. Also, make sure you check him out online at yourplanningpros.com. That is yourplanningpros.com. A lot of good cool, uh, cool tips and resources and things there to find on the website. And as always, you can subscribe to our podcast and get updates on this and get notifications when new ones are coming out and all that good stuff. You can do that on Apple or Google or whatever platform of choice it is that you like. Tony's been serving families for quite a while. He's got more than 23 years of experience. He's an EA and a CFP certified financial planner. And he's here with me as always. Tony, how you doing, bud? Good. How about you, Mark? I'm hanging in there. What's been happening since last time I talked to you? You've been living good? I've been living good and wrapping up the summer, getting ready to go on a vacation for my anniversary here coming oh, up. Oh, happy anniversary coming up. Yeah, thank you. How, how many years? Oh, gosh, 30. <laughs> so you better get it right. <laughs> yeah, I better get it right. This yeah, yeah mine, mine as well. Mine's this month as well. As uh, We're in August as we're taping this podcast. So mine was just a couple. Actually, mine was about a week ago, actually. We were in Chicago for the weekend. Saw my daughter nice. graduate in the Navy. And I think we might have mentioned that before and, and had our anniversary. So it was kind of fun. We went around Chicago and had a good time. You know, it gets a lot of bad press, obviously, a lot going on in Chicago. But, boy, downtown is just beautiful. Uh, and it was a great day there. So the the water, um, uh, the Navy Pier and all that. I don't know if you've been there, but it was just gorgeous. No, I, I've been there a lot. I enjoy Chicago. It does sometimes get a little bit of a bad rap. but They do have you know, some it, problems. It's a great city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over on the south side, they've got some problems going on. Hopefully they can uh, sure. work on that. But yeah, the downtown area, if you get a chance, it's really gorgeous. The river walk there, we were taking an architectural tour and the guy was like, for years, the city planners were looking at the uh, river walk down in San Antonio, and they were like, we must do that. <laughs> and they mm-hmm. did. And so it looks really great. So anyway, yeah. well, that's what's been just kind of going on personally. But today, you are here to listen to us talk about uh, investing, finance, and retirement. Listen to Tony, really. And so I've got a fun topic, kind of an interesting topic, maybe kind of pokes at our ourselves here a little bit. The fact that as humans, we are really good at making excuses for the things we do to justify the things we do. Like, you know, if you're supposed to take the trash out, for example, and you forget and you kind of put it off or whatever, you know, we'll come up with some pretty lame excuses why we didn't do it. And same kind of thing we do in all aspects of life. So I thought we would talk about excuses we actually have heard in the industry for why people stick sometimes with the wrong advisor. When they're saying these things themselves, you kind of go, are you not hearing what you're speaking and thinking that maybe this isn't the right place for me to be? So maybe you're guilty of doing this. Take a listen, see what you think. My portfolio hasn't done very well over the last couple of years, even though obviously it really should in this run we've been on. But the person I work with is such a nice guy. We get along well. I don't want to make that change. We actually hear statements like this, Tony, which is kind of crazy. You know, we do. And I hear it all the time when people come in and they generally will come in saying, you know, typically like what they would do with a doctor is, you know, I'd like to get a second opinion. And then that comes out when we're doing some, you know, fact finding to see if we're a good fit for them. Because right. we like to do that in the first meeting and really feel like that's important because, you know, not everybody's a fit for everybody. Sure, sure. 
And I guess if you're working with an advisor and you feel as though the portfolio is not performing the way you should, well, the first thing you need to do is address it, right? Have a conversation with them. Uh, you know, a lot of times you have to have these chats, you know, we're kind of calling this sticking with the wrong advisor, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad advisor. It just means that there's something not correct with the relationship, whether that's lack of communication, lack of understanding what each other wants, or in some cases, yes, it's just the wrong fit because the person is just not doing, you know, what you would, you know, envision them to be doing. So here's another statement you might hear. I don't really understand a lot of what they say when we get together and I feel confused after our meetings. It's probably because money isn't my thing, so I'll just kind of stick with it. Now, this one kind of worries me because you really should feel comfortable saying, hey, I'm not getting what you're saying to me. And that's correct as well, because if you don't understand it, it's up to you and you need to be asking the questions and you need to, the easiest question to ask is, you need to explain this to me in the way that I can understand it. And I wouldn't leave their office until you do. And it's important for us as advisors to be able to get it down to that level because it it really generally shouldn't be that difficult. Yeah. You know, and not to say like talking down to someone because, you know, obviously you don't want to feel talked down to, but math and sometimes finance and things is not everybody's cup of tea. And it doesn't make you necessarily look bad to say, hey, I don't quite understand what we're, what you're saying here. And and to kind of stick up for advisors for a second, you know, Tony, a lot of times you guys do get into a rhythm where you're talking a lot of these terms and jargon that we talked about before. Every industry does that, right? You're kind of spitting out these things. You go see your doctor and he's like, pop, 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 pop. And you're like, what? <laughs> what yes. did you just say? And so you guys do the same kind of thing sometimes. And, and it's okay for the client to realize, hey, take a step back and say, wait a minute, can you break that down for me, please, um, in a way that I can track? Do you agree? I agree completely. You know, really from the client standpoint, the question I always ask them is, you know, at the end of the day, you want to feel like, you know, whatever path you're going down with your advisor is if you don't understand this question, and that is, am I going to be okay, whether it's at retirement or whether it's for saving for education or whatever it is, then you got to go back and have some conversations and either say, you know, hey, I don't understand what you're saying. But we, we do. We get in little grooves. I do it in accounting a lot. You tend to talk, you know, the industry jargon. And you can tell right away when you're losing people. Right. And, <laughs> you know, it's just a look in their face. And, you know, they, they might be shaking their head, but they may not understand. And that's time for us to pull back and say, you know, we need to explain this a little differently. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. Okay, so let's continue on with some types of excuses we might hear when we try to convince ourselves, you know, the situation is better than what it is. This one definitely is one that we've heard a lot through the years. I've been doing these shows for many years now on the radio and in podcast form, and you'll hear clients say, I don't really get together with my advisor anymore. I rarely even get my phone calls returned. And I realize it's a busy field, but as a generational client, they serviced my parents. And so I'm just going to go ahead and assume that everything's fine and they'll touch base when they need to. That's a little worrisome as well, because it's like, I get that some advisors have been around doing this a long time, like yourself, you've been doing this a long time and you might be working with clients and kids of clients, but you still should be getting your phone calls returned no matter who you are. You should, you definitely should. And really this comes down to a couple of things. One that on its face is worrisome. You right. know, if you're not getting, you know, calls returned and never really hear from somebody, you've got to ask yourself again, is this the right fit for me? But on, you know, on the second hand, 
you know, from uh, the relationship standpoint, and what we try to do is, of course, right from the beginning, set expectations. That, yes, and, exactly. You know, how, how often we're meeting, right? And what we're going to be talking about, and lay out an agenda. And then, of course, you always, as a client, can certainly call, and we're certainly going to return calls. But there is that. I think a lot of advisors, especially the ones that have been around a while, sometimes go that old-fashioned route of, you know, we don't really need to get together to talk because nothing really has changed. And that might be the case in terms of the portfolio because you're not going to be moving things around and changing things all the time. But it's important to get together at least once a year to just kind of go over the goals, where things are at, and, you know, what's kind of on the horizon coming up. Yeah. No, I agree, especially with the setting expectations part, because a lot of that does come, again, back to the client. You've got to feel, and I think most people would feel assertive when it comes to talking about their money, but you still need to kind of say, hey, listen, let's set some expectations about how often we're seeing, how often we're speaking with one another, because as you're progressing into retirement, that number could change. Maybe early on in retirement, you're getting together or speaking on the phone a little more frequently and then it kind of smooths out for a while because, as you said, things are going well. But, you know, at distribution times, you know, there's kind of like key ages where that might pick up in, in use. Correct? Correct. Absolutely. I mean, the people entering and are in retirement for us tend to be the people we meet with more often than, you know, somebody that's a little younger and are, is just saving for retirement at that point. Right. Because the retirees, they've got all kinds of things going on. And it's not just how's my portfolio doing? There's life issues they want advice on and some other things. And so it's important that they be able to have us to call and, and lean on for our advice. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, set up those expectations, not only for your own understanding, but for your advisors as well. And then of course, if they're not following through with those expectations, well, then that's another conversation. And then maybe, right. yes, maybe it is time to say, okay, this isn't the right fit for me. I should be looking for a second opinion or going someplace else where I do feel like I'm getting in Clearly, what it comes down to is getting value, you know, for what you're paying, value for the fees that you're paying, value for the service that you're getting. All those kinds of things do factor in. Well, we've got one more here, Tony, and this one I think definitely comes down to just the wrong type of advisor. And that, yeah. that's that saying where people are like, well, I know they're not specializing in retirement planning, but we've been together many, many years, so I'm going to stick with them. Well, you're probably with an accumulation advisor or a broker, not a retirement planner. Correct. And that's exactly generally what happens there. And then when it gets, when you get ready to get into that, you know, either distribution phase right. or closer to it, they may not be set up. Again, it's a fit thing to basically take the time to discuss not only, you know, here's how much you may have and here's when you can start taking it and here's the best way to keep it working for you. And then there's also a mindset shift too that I think a lot of clients don't think about. Because in that accumulation phase, everybody's thinking about how fast can I grow my money. Right. And the retirement phase we're getting close to is I want to make sure my principal's there. And, you know, growth is secondary at that point. Well, you know, although this market has kind of blurred those lines, hasn't it? Because we've it all has. gotten <laughs> we've gotten spoiled, spoiled yeah. uh, and we're like, can we squeak out a little more? And now we've got all this yeah. turbulence and volatility going on at the time of this podcast. We've just come off of a few of those really interesting declines, but then it jumped right back up again. So, you know, it's it's a catch-22 with this market. It's definitely been – I think this one's kind of probably more unique than many others. I don't know. You correct me if I'm wrong because you see this more than I do. But it certainly has been an interesting run, and these last few months have been really interesting. 
you know, it really has. And it's gone on a lot longer than I think most of us advisors would have anticipated, uh, which is good for everybody. Don't get me wrong. Right. But it's when this happens, that, we start to panic, right? Yeah. You know, but some people get a little bit like they only think it's a one way uh, street <laughs> right. and it's always up. And, which would be great. You know, but yeah. But if you got the proper relationship with your advisor, I'm sure they are talking about this as we have been for a long time that, you know, this type of stuff is not going to go on forever. So you can't get too, uh, for lack of a better word, greedy. Right. Sure. Yeah. And especially people in retirement, they, uh, you know, want income, but boy, they see all this money being made and some of them will, will want to get more aggressive and we generally advise against that. Yeah. A time horizon is everything. Making sure that you are balanced accurately for the time of life that you're in. If you're 50 and you're, you know, thinking about some of these things, that's a whole lot different than if you're 60. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, all right. Well, there you go. So those are some excuses that we sometimes make for ourselves as to why we're sticking with an advisor that maybe we know, you know, your gut's a powerful thing. So if in your gut, you're kind of feeling like something's amiss, then it may be time to have a conversation, readdress some issues and or look for a second opinion. Nothing wrong with doing that. People do it all the time. You get one on your health if you got some news from a doctor. So you can get definitely get one on your wealth as well. All right. Well, let's finish off this week's podcast, Tony, with a little inside the business. You know, I enjoy your thoughts as an advisor, obviously, but you're also a business owner. And so from time to time, it's cool to get your opinion on the state of the business, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. So I got a pretty interesting question for you. What do you feel is most notif- noticeably, excuse me, different about your business, let's say versus 10 years ago? I would say the biggest thing, and I think my client's would agree is we have a lot more employees than we did. Okay. Uh, Well, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing, but you know, it's a couple of things. One is I'm like every other business owner and business owners out there can appreciate this is, you know, when I started, it was basically just me 20 some years ago. And that was great, you know, back then, but as you make the decision to grow and to, you know, not have the business, constantly so focused just on you you've got to hire people and you've got to train them and you know hopefully you can get good employees that are competent that can help take care of the clients as well as you can and we've changed a lot but that's one thing that i always tell people and people ask a lot is you know that there's a lot more people involved and frankly i for me it was hard to let go oh yeah but Mm -hmm. you know our our clients you know they don't mind it they're very quick to tell me when they do a great job and then when they don't do a good job for oh, them, yeah, so yeah. which is, is good. Yeah. No, the, again, the feedback and the communication is key. I think that's kind of our takeaway from today's podcast, and I think that's an interesting point to make when it comes to it is hard to let go when you own a business. We tend to often treat it like a, a child, like a baby. It's our baby, you know, something that we've built or, or created. And so you do realize that with more client influx does come the need for help to service those clients. And so letting go can be a challenge. But I think when you, again, to your point, when you get the right people, that transition starts to become a little easier and it starts to kind of put everybody at ease. So very cool. Very cool. Well, good show this week, Tony, here on the podcast. Folks, if you've got questions and you want to talk with Tony, if you feel as though you've been making excuses to stick with the wrong advisor or your current advisor, you'd like to get a second opinion, reach out to Tony and the team at Tax Doctor Inc., 844 707 
7381 is the number you can call just to give them a ring and say, hey, can I come in for a consultation and a conversation? 844-707-7381. If you're already a client and you like listening to the podcast, make sure you share this with friends or family or folks that you think might benefit from it. If you hear something, a useful nugget of information, go subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Google. Have your friends and family do that as well. If you're approaching retirement, it's a great resource for information here from Tony. He is an EA and a certified financial planner here in the uh, Des Moines area serving all of Central Iowa. So go check him out at yourplanningpros.com. That is yourplanningpros.com. Tony, my friend, have a great one, and I will see you next time. All right, we'll talk to you soon, Mark. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow, and we'll see you next time here on the podcast. Securities offered through HD Vest Investment Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through HD Vest Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through HD Vest Insurance Agency, LLC. 6333 North State Highway 161, 4th Floor, Irving, Texas, 75038. 972-870-6000. Tax Doctor, Inc. is not a registered broker-dealer or registered investment advisory firm.